G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, there is a real battle ahead in the state of Queensland over the issue of abortion. A report from a second inquiry is to be tabled in the Queensland Parliament no later than the 17th of February. Uh, There is some suggestion that the Parliament may well be debating that issue ahead of that time which is proposed as the 17th. And so there's some initiatives that various pro-life groups have going in the week leading up to the 17th. It's almost inevitable that there'll be debate in the Parliament on more permissive abortion legislation. So as a Christian believer who understands that life begins at conception and that there is a battle for the hearts and minds of Australians and of politicians who hold the responsibility of either protecting children in the womb or diminishing the value of their lives, well, how do you pray as a Christian believer around this issue? Well, our guest, Sarah Cheeseman, is a founder of and present. Our guest... Sarah Cheeseman is the founder and president of the pro-life and pro-love group called For Life Australia. And there's a second organisation called Prayer for Life, which is a pro-life group that wants to mobilise people to pray. So let's get into some of the issues of prayer when it comes to this important issue. Hello, Sarah Cheeseman. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Sarah, tell me about your prayer group that has this specific focus on pro-life issues. So our prayer group, Prayer for Life, um, exists uh, to establish a culture of life um, in Queensland and Australia and also um, to see the ending um, of abortion and the reform of adoption. Okay, when it comes to uh, the issues of uh, abortion, and we mentioned those issues that are coming up in the state of Queensland and sometimes we make comparison of the abortion laws in Queensland to those in Victoria and even places like Tasmania and we say that in the south uh, those have they're the worst abortion laws in the world and Queensland is trying to align itself and even outdo Victoria when we talk about the seriousness of this issue how serious do you see the issue is that's facing the Queensland state I don't believe it could get any more serious uh, than it is, Neil. Um, You know, the proposal is allowing for the termination of full-term healthy babies for any reason, and that's just not okay. It seems crazy to us that you could have a baby born either full-term or even prematurely fighting for its life with all the hospital's resources and people behind it trying to save it and then have a baby of the same age um, being terminated. And um, not only is that problematic um, for the child, but also we believe for the long-term health of the mother that this is not okay. Um, her emotional and mental well-being and potentially physical well-being really would be put at risk um, in that scenario. So, Sarah, your group Prayer for Life uh, is running something of a prayer focus And you want to invite especially all of those Queenslanders, but 
people all around Australia to really be in prayer for the outcomes of what might happen uh, with the pine bills in Queensland. Uh, what sort of difference do you think that prayer will make if uh, if people get on their knees and uh, come into the courts of the Lord and and ask for His intervention? Right. Well, you know, Jesus said, "Pray that your, my, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven." And I believe that when it comes to establishing um, a culture of life, establishing um, justice in a nation, in a city, um, that prayer is the most effective way that we can do that. If we want to turn the tide of morality, turn the tide of justice, um, that it has to begin. Um, in prayer. And a lot of um, the prayer initiatives and the strategies that we're putting into place have all been birthed out of the place of prayer. So um, we're giving our hearts and our hands um, on this issue. But yes, it is imperative that um, we begin in prayer. Well, Sarah, what I like is that the prayer isn't for you an afterthought in this, but you're making it a prerequisite. If there's going to be an intervention, uh, if there's going to be anything that will hold up uh, the what they call reform to these abortion laws, uh, then it's going to be people, Christian believers, on their knees asking God to intervene. Yes, that's right. And, you know, Ephesians 2.26 says that we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And so we believe that we have a wonderful opportunity to partner with Him on this issue. And so it's not um, a matter of groveling or begging Him to intervene. He is love and He wants to do good in the earth. And so we simply get to partner with who He is and declare alongside Him um, justice and life for the unborn. And of course, there's appearing to be a changing tide on the way that people are thinking about abortion and yeah. about all sorts of uh, pro-life issues and uh, from what's happened in the US elections uh, to what appears to be uh, a groundswell movement here in Australia too. Uh, this is really a time to uh, to press in and pray, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's wonderful. Um the majority of people in America are now pro-life, and it's so outstanding. And so why we're praying for a culture of life to be established is that, you know, even if bills, I mean, we don't want these bills to pass, but if people have truly have a value for life, and um, also we're seeing that, yes, there's a generation who believe that they justice for the unborn and that they have a right to live, which, of course, we know to be the truth. Um, and so we're... We feel very positive that we can win this and um, and are certainly um, doing all in our, his power to do so. We're talking about prayer for what is coming in the state of Queensland. We're talking about the Pine Bills that are being debated by the Queensland Parliament and there's been a second inquiry. It's to be tabled yeah. in the Queensland Parliament in the lead-up to the 17th of February. Uh, we're talking with Sarah Cheeseman and she's calling on Christian believers right around Australia to be on our knees on behalf of those children who are not yet born. Uh, Sarah, stay with us. We'll talk about how we pray in just a short while. We're taking a little time to talk about the battle that is ahead in the state of Queensland over the issue of abortion where a report from a second inquiry is to be tabled in the Queensland Parliament in the lead up to the 17th of February. 
Our guest is Sarah Cheeseman. She's founder and president of a pro-life group and pro-love group called For Life Australia. And she's encouraging listeners to our conversation today to be prayerful about what is happening in the state of Queensland because the proposal for a watering down of abortion laws would bring Queensland into line with some of the very, very severe often described as the worst abortion laws in the world, uh, that are already in effect in states like Victoria and in Tasmania. Sarah, when we talk about prayer and how to, sometimes people say, uh, I would pray, but I just need a little guidance. How should I pray? What do you say as advice for people? Well, I would say that, you know, Hebrews teaches us in chapter 7 that Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us. And he also told us in Matthew 21 that his house is to be a house of prayer for all nations. And so we know that it's the will of God for us to pray. And so I would encourage anyone, if you feel new to prayer um, or you've struggled at times, it is the most natural thing for you to hear the voice of God. As a son and a daughter, it's normal for you to know your father's voice. And so I would encourage you to start asking him to speak to you. You say, Holy Spirit, Father, show me your heart on this. Father, what's a verse that I can pray from today? Is there a scripture um, that you want to speak to me about? Is there a picture that you want to give me? Um, or even um, something you want to show me, um, a vision that I can pray into? And you actually then begin to interact with God. And prayer doesn't become... Um, a medial task or something that you feel like you have to do, but it actually becomes an adventure um, and something that we look forward to being into, especially when we know that we have the victory. Um, prayer becomes just an, ex- an expression and a celebration of who He is. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit is the kingdom. And as we pray, we partake of that. And we partake of the nature and the character of God, and we get to join Him in prayer. So I would encourage you, if you've not prayed before, um, to really take this opportunity in this season. Uh, you know, it's, uh, pro-life prayer is great at the moment, so that's a good one to start with. And say, Holy Spirit, Father, how do you feel about life? How do you feel about the unborn? How do you feel about the destinies that you've put in each one of these people? Let them speak to your heart and pray from there. I suspect it's easier to get a focus on a prayer for life when you recognize that there is an atmosphere of death that is being discussed, that's being debated, that's being pushed for by a pro-abortion lobby. And you recognize just how serious that is. And if you start talking about the contrast between darkness and what light looks like, I guess that sheds some light on what it is to have a prayer for life. How do you feel about prayer for life? Ultimately, Neil, I believe that each person is a dream of God. And it's even written, all the days written for me were ordained in your book before one of them came to be. And so for me, it's about dream, the dreams of God coming true in the earth. And we want to see every dream, every life, every destiny um, be fulfilled in the earth. And yes, when you talk about that, there is striking contrast between life and death, darkness and light, and um, we're on the life train and, um, and believing that he wants to establish a culture of life here. 
Well, Sarah, let's talk about your organisation. It's a relatively newly formed organisation for Life Australia. And uh, there is a Facebook contact uh, that people can do when they uh, Google, when they go onto Facebook and find you. The other organisation you've got is called Prayer for Life. Uh, Obviously, they're joined together. But uh, it's Prayer for Life that is even doing a a special prayer meeting uh, ahead of that debate that could be happening in the Queensland Parliament, 14th of February, Valentine's Day. How will that happen? Yes, Neil, Prayer for Life will be hosting a prayer meeting um, on the 14th of February on Valentine's Day, on the Day of Love. We are believing that love and justice will prevail for the unborn. And so we welcome everybody um, in Queensland to join us. You're welcome um, to pray with friends in your own home, uh, but set aside um, the time to really uh, go after life for the unborn. And of course, just ahead of that time when you've got that special prayer meeting planned in Queensland, uh, the March for Life is happening on the 11th of February on the streets in the Brisbane CBD. That's also an important one for people who are pro-life minded uh, to really uh, not sit in your armchair on that weekend, but actually get out and march for life. That's right, Neil. So we believe in giving our hearts and our hands. So we give of our hearts in prayer, but we also give in our of our hands um, in the earth. And so we're going to be there standing with other, marching with other pro-life organizations and individuals, just like you mentioned in the CBD um, on the afternoon of the 11th of February. Okay, there are some significant times ahead and you can be on your knees in prayer now uh, for that important situation that's happening in the state of Queensland. Sarah Cheeseman is the founder and president of a new pro-life and pro-love group called For Life Australia. You can find For Life Australia on Facebook and you can find out details about that prayer meeting that's happening on the 14th of February, Valentine's Day, when you go onto the Facebook page or you go to Prayer for Life and you'll find those details. Sarah, thanks so much for taking time to share your heart with us today here on 2020. And Neil, is it possible just to mention one thing very quickly? Uh, Yeah, sure. What's that? Is that okay? I just wanted to say that we don't condemn anybody who has had an abortion or played a part in abortion taking place for any man, woman, medical professional or politician. We want to see hearts healed and these people become great champions for life. Well, what a great reflection of the heart of Christ uh, towards those who've been caught up in abortion. Uh, thanks so much, Sarah, and uh, we'll talk again another day. Wonderful. Thank you for having me, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.